Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com fakeheadpod. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. That's www.audibletrial.com fakeheadpod. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 70. Hi, welcome. Hey. Hello. We are excited to be recording and also going on vacation in 48 hours. Yeah, we uh, are almost to vacation. Tomorrow's it. Like, tomorrow's the last day of work before vacation. Yeah. it was very exciting. It's so exciting. I was so excited today that I asked for an extra half day off so I didn't have to work a full day tomorrow. That's uh, nice that you had that luxury. Well, I appreciate that you did it though. Yeah, because I'm going to do, I'm going to apply those new hours back into my life to help pr- prepare for our trip. Yeah. And by that, I mean, I'll curl up in the fetal position and cry until our flight starts. That's not helpful to me. Mm, you're right. That was selfish. Um, so we are, yeah, we're going on vacation. Um, you may have noticed that to, well, as we're recording this, this is Tuesday. Podcast should have been out yesterday. We're figuring some things out. Yeah. So we might alter the schedule a little bit uh, more to come on that. Yeah. I, we're thinking maybe back to Thursdays cause that seemed to work really well for us. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to balance everything the right way for us and every week it seems to be different yeah yeah so um yeah so maybe not so much uh mondays anymore maybe we'll try thursdays again that seems to work the best yeah as long as you guys get your fix of fake headlines you probably don't care yeah you're probably like oh okay like am am i counting the minutes now (laughs) maybe you are and you know what we appreciate that yeah, we do it for you. And if you are counting the minutes down to your, the next episode of Fake Headlines Podcast, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us get noticed, and uh, maybe then we can quit our day jobs and uh, be more on a schedule. <laughs> yeah, that's our problem. There's, we, it's we're our doing day this job for schedule. you. Yeah, The day job schedule is getting, in, is getting in the way of our podcasting schedule. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Ugh. So if you could write some letters. Yeah, and if you guys would sign up for that Audible trial and we get a little kickback for that, we'd appreciate it. That'd be pretty cool. Audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Yeah. Download your free 30-day trial today. <laughs> and one free book. Yeah. Hey, we worked in a commercial naturally there. That's what Amazon wants us to do, and we have complied. See, we're naturals. We can do this. <laughs> we got this. In the bag. Also, yesterday was our wedding anniversary. Yeah, so that was another thing. We we uh, didn't want to record on our anniversary. Yeah, we had other things to do, which was go out and get pizza. We did. We went out and got pizza and it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, it was a good night. Yeah. So vacation, we're going to be heading to America's Southwest. We're very excited. We've never, well, I've never been there before. You've been there before. Yeah. Once. Uh, yeah. Very excited to see the sights and sounds of desert living. Uh-huh. And uh, it's not going to be a hundred degrees. So I'm also excited about that. Hey, if uh, anyone has any uh, tips of things that we should be checking out while we're in the Southwest. So, 
Uh, we'll be heading up to the Grand Canyon and uh, Long Route 66 out to Albuquerque. So if there's like things that you're like, oh, you guys, you need to see this. Or restaurant suggestions, places we should stop and eat along Route 66 between the Grand Canyon and Albuquerque. Let us know. If it involves ice cream. Big perk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, vegan options only, please. No, just kidding. But yeah. vegetarian options would be kind. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, you should uh, hit us up at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com or uh, hit us up on one of our social media uh, sites, Facebook at Fake Headlines Podcast or Twitter at Fake Pod. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys if you're out there and have some good places to check out or eat at. Let us know you exist. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, very excited about that. And not having to go to work for a long period of time is also very exciting. Oh, Lord. This is just going to be the, the best week and a half yeah. that we've had in a while. Our cat is not happy about it, but you know what? She doesn't know yet. I think she's catching on, but... Yeah, but my mom will be here to keep her company for some of the time, too. So she'll be okay. Yeah. She'll be in capable hands. Uh, one quick thing, too, you may be wondering, well, you may be saying to yourself, geez, Kevin Tiff, if you're going to be uh, on vacation, what's that mean next week for your podcast? Yeah, All right. I bet you're wondering. Well, I'm glad you asked, and yeah. I'm glad you're wondering. So we uh, record on a Zoom H4n, and we have a couple of uh, microphones hooked in via the uh, XLR port. I think mm-hmm. I said that right. And uh, so we're going to take it with us. We're going to record from... One of the many Airbnbs or hotels we'll be staying at. Yeah. So um, that'll be super fun. Yeah. We don't know where it'll be or when it'll be. Uh, and uh, Oh, I did. Uh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. I, I actually booked the uh, right next to the ice machine at the La Quinta. We'll be we'll we have that reserved for recording. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Soundproof. Perfect. Entirely. Yeah. We're actually going to get right in the machine. Yeah. That intimate. It's very good acoustics. Keeps the, you know, it's going to be hot. So the ice is going to be nice and cooling. And there's a lot of benefits. Cool. Yes. Awesome. I'm really excited. I can tell that you're excited. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, let's get into this. All right. So this is Fake Headlines Podcast where... We talk about our upcoming vacations and how much we dislike our day jobs. Yeah. So have a great week. Enjoy. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Just kidding. Uh, no, we have uh, three headlines each. Uh, two of them we have made up, and one is a real article that we found somewhere on the internet this week. Mm-hmm. We are now going to present each other with said headlines, and we're going to try to guess which article is real. Headline number one. Deer bursts through salon window, startling customers. Deer bursts through salon window, startling customers. Was this a uh, was the deer a previous uh, patron of the of the place? Yeah, it was really unhappy with its perm. Headline number two: The construction of a new building uncovers century-old pet cemetery. The construction of a new building uncovers century-old pet cemetery. Okay. And headline number three: New study discovers rope breeding is a combative method against memory loss. New study discovers rope braiding is a combative method against memory loss. Is that like boondoggling? I guess it could be. That's kind of braiding, right? Sort of? Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so Tiffany, you're trying to tell me that one of these is a real story. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get into it. Good luck. Uh, Deer bursts into salon window, startling customers. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess that would be awfully startling. 
Yeah. Unexpected animals, as we've discussed before. Not uh, could be anything. Could be a cute kitten. Kitten bursts through a window. You're going to be scared. And be like, "What the hell is this kitten?" Yeah. And then immediately go, "Oh." <laughs> right. I wonder if the deer. So the deer wasn't a returning customer. Like they were mad about their antlers being permed wrongly. Probably not. I mean, they might be. I'm imagining a deer with a jerry curl right now, and that's making me laugh. <laughs> Maybe a deer with an antler mullet. Didn't have uh, the right dye on its lashes. <laughs> really upset. A deer mullet. That's really funny. <laughs> or a deer sitting in one of those seats with like the air with like the hair dryer built into it. Reading a little magazine with its legs crossed. <laughs> but it's like two air dryers over each set of antlers. Uh-huh. Yeah, once again, animals where they don't belong. It's weird. It's startling. Yeah. You've never been, have you ever been anywhere where an animal shouldn't be? <laughs> hmm. Why does that sound so bizarre? I don't know. I, I mean, it it does. <laughs> Answer me this riddle. Uh, I don't know if I have. Um I mean, I I've witnessed mice where they shouldn't be before. That's true. Or like a bird, like a loose bird or a bat. I have had a uh, a bird loose in the house before. Yeah? Yeah, because sometimes they would come through my dad's chimney, Ooh. like, and through the wood stove, and they've, like... Really? Yeah. Oh, it must not have been, like, in the winter when it was Oh, no, it was on, absolutely right? not okay. in the winter. <laughs> I was going to say, like, there's, like, a flaming bird <laughs> flying around. <laughs> 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 you know, the, the Adirondack Phoenix. <laughs> you heard of it? It's a harbinger of danger. <laughs> it rises straight from the ashes from our food stove. That's what happens. Instead of the Mothman, you guys have the... Adirondack Phoenix. Adirondack Phoenix. Yep. The burning bird. <laughs> There's legend of the burning bird. goes back centuries in Adirondack to folklore. <laughs> the first settlers along the St. Lawrence Seaway used to talk of a flaming bird in the sky at night. <laughs> rise right out of those ashes. After that great fire that burned down half the forest of the Adirondacks. <laughs> Forced everyone down disconnectedy, that fire. <laughs> Took the train straight from Utica. It's <laughs> a sad affair. And if you've ever been to Utica, it still looks like it's on fire. What a terrible town. Oh, that's Just not true. Just kidding. What up, Utica? Hey, Utica. Only driven through you once. It's You're fine. Cool. You're okay. You're nice. You're in the center of the state. You have a out. railroad. You're good. That's all I could think of. You've got your own unique New York accent. You're doing great. You're fine. Yeah. Things are coming back for you. Um, history. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's one of, Utica is, is one of those like cute little quaint areas that you see when you're, you are riding on a train as you're mm-hmm. going through it, Cause you know that it was kind of like any of the towns that are around Western New York, uh, that were really populated in, in, and, uh, um, bursting with agriculture at one point because of the <laughs> industry motiv- the industry that yeah. um uh allowed yeah to go through there because of the railroad like western new york had with the canal right and now they're you know what they're like like every and every city in town <laughs> in the state of new york is like that guy that still wears his football jacket to the friday night football games 
because he used to be somebody. <laughs> All the cities used to be something. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I think they're trying really hard. They are trying. I, I will give it that. There are cool pockets of Buffalo that I really appreciate. Yeah. And there are cool pockets of Rochester that I also really appreciate. Those are the only two cities in, <laughs> in New York that I care about. Have you ever experienced an animal in a strange place that you don't expect? Uh, no. Well, I've had like a, like a bat in the house before here's something fun remember that time your grandma had a snake on her chair she did on her recliner yeah i don't know how that happened that's upsetting my poor grandma living alone and uh, a snake slid up the chair she was sitting in and she took care of it i think she took care of it on her own which yeah, is pretty badass like i wouldn't i would have panicked <laughs> but she just uh, snapped that thing right in half no i don't know what she did <laughs> i don't know what's imagining grandma being she bit Violent. its head off, chewed it, <laughs> spit it out. My grandma hung was... its carcass on the porch <laughs> to show those other snakes they're not welcome here. My grandma was the uh, man- tour manager of Alice Cooper. We should have mentioned that part <laughs> earlier. Um, <laughs> yeah, she took care of a snake. Like that's like I wouldn't be able to. Do. Like if I saw, if I looked over and saw a snake on the floor right now, I would. You would hear the mic hitting the floor because I would be. I would faint. not even a scream no i would just i wouldn't even you would just be like why is kevin fainted and the snake would slither (laughs) off and it'd be discovered another day oh okay snakes aren't that bad Mm, they're terrible i have had uh, a bat in my grandma's house too my other grandma she had a bat in her house when we were kids and i thought it was a bird i thought maybe a loose bird got in but it was nope it was a a bat and Mm so like any brave young boy would do I ran out of the house and I locked myself in my mom's car. Oh, okay. Because I didn't know if that bat had an opposable thumb and would it would be able to get into the vehicle. Yeah. I, I locked it. You locked it you for safekeeping. Safe. You gotta be safe. And here I am now. Weird thing is that car probably had a sunroof, huh? <laughs> ah! It was a convertible. <laughs> it was the Batmobile. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't. I don't think I, I've ever been in any other sort of uh, circumstance. No, I don't. I don't know what I would do if I was just like sitting calmly somewhere, and then a wild animal burst into wherever I was. Because this has been something. That there, there, one time there was a, a horse that ran into a bar. You remember that? Yeah, headline? I do. Yep, I do remember that. Um, yeah. Or I, a bear broke into a someone's hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Sometimes when you're, do you ever, do you ever daydream when you're somewhere about something exciting happening? Like All a, the time, like because <laughs> I'm usually wishing I'm somewhere else. <laughs> like you ever just be at the mall and be like, it'd be funny if a, if a horse just galloped through randomly. And, uh, but I think it, I would be more freaked out. I don't think I'd want that to happen. I think I would be scared. I think I would be okay if I were in a safe place (laughs) i i I think okay so if if i were in the salon i think i would like to be on the opposite side of the window okay yeah perhaps behind a counter (laughs) perhaps not at the sink getting my hair washed yeah we were that would be a real ruined situation also i always end up feeling a little lightheaded by the time i come back up (laughs) because i'm leaning back like you're laying on like a weird part of your neck 
You are. You're like, you're like cutting off your carotid artery so that you can get your hair washed. <laughs> it's so thrilling. <laughs> uh, no, I... Uh, the sink is giving you a sleeper hold, so essentially. Just, <laughs> so just having that the disoriented state, like that would be really terrifying to yeah. be like that. Um, also very terrifying, having someone cut your hair and then have scissors... Uh, as you jolt suddenly or they jolt suddenly because a wild animal has run in a boar is running through the store oh god that would be even scarier (laughs) horses have always terrified me specifically because uh when i was a kid whenever i would visit somewhere that there were horses it always seemed like i would end up with the horse's uh butt in my face i don't know how that happens it just always seemed to happen (laughs) and i would always be terrified that i'd be that my head was going to get kicked off clean by a horse. I think, I think that the trick is to introduce yourself to the horse face to face. Be like, hello horse. And then do not position yourself behind the butt. Yeah. <laughs> it just always seemed like when perhaps I w- approach a, a horse in a stable. Well, that's where I was. It was, uh, at the 4-H fairgrounds. Well, cause I had a friend that was in the 4-H club. Uh-huh. And it just seemed like there was a lot of people maneuvering horses around. And wherever I was, I always seemed to be like the tail end of a horse was uh, in my periphery. I think that... They were lining up those horses to kick my head off, I think, weren't they? Yeah, I think you were in immediate danger. They were surrounding me. I think that horses, like any animal, are they're unpredictable. You don't really know what they're going to do. So proceed with caution. I, I, horses are not a scary animal. Hmm. They're not. They are like dogs where they can sense your fear. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. So if you were constantly feeling like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, it's the horse is going to sense that. And it's, it's they're going to line their back legs up to kick my face off. Yeah. They're going to put you in a figure four, <laughs> a facial figure four. And they'll put you to sleep. No. Yeah. Uh, horses are amazing. That's why I always carry a, have you seen those hind legs? <laughs> they are very nice they wear fancy shoes they do mm-hmm. permanent shoes mm-hmm. sort of S- they're semi-permanent that's true they're not like it's not like they put them on and they're fixed for life like they they have to come off okay I kick them off at the end of the day okay let's talk about headline number two speaking about animals where they shouldn't be how about dead ones where they shouldn't be? <laughs> so construction of a new building uncovers a century old pet cemetery. Yeah. Did people have different pets a century ago? Well, sure. I well, think we've always had pets. So other than like, but not cats. like exotic or anything. Yeah. But uh, so cats and dogs primarily, you think a hundred years ago? Oh Yeah. Nothing like there's no there was no pet from that era that we no longer have as a pet, right? Like, like there's no like remember like it wasn't like a time when like everybody had a badger in their house or something like that. And I like, don't think that badgers have ever been domesticated. Well, maybe they should. I don't know about that. You don't even like horses. Well, a badger's smaller than a horse, right? Still wild. <laughs> still wild. <laughs> still can kick your face right off. Yeah. uh um i suppose maybe the farm animals that people might have uh, kids probably made them more of a pet for a while not necessarily in their house but oh yeah 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 because you're you're my dad and i think your dad had become 
close with uh, different animals over the years, right? That they were that they were raised with. Mm-hmm. They weren't like indoor pets per se, but yeah, yeah. You know, like what happened to Sammy the pig? Yeah. Oh, you know, bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think both of our dads had to deal with the the loss of pets that they enjoyed. Yeah, they had to learn some. Uh, you you learn some tough lessons on the farm, don't you? Yeah, I uh, I've never actually stumbled upon a pet cemetery or like Mm-mm. like I I think when I was a kid I, we would uh there was always like a designated area like this is where the animals are buried. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's like a a a little area where my dad has buried my r- most recent childhood pets. Mm-hmm. Uh. Buried them next to each other, which I think is cute. Yeah, it's kind of sweet because they were good friends. Yeah, but they don't, they don't have like a like a marker or like a cross or anything. Yeah, but I mean, I think there's there's lots of different dogs that have been around the house over the years that have been buried in different places, but nothing really designated. So maybe with the the construction of this new uh, building, they didn't have uh, markers necessarily. So it must have been startling to to start digging and uh un- uncover a mass grave of animals yeah it's gonna be kind of perplexing to say the least mm-hmm. like yikes yeah like how old are these animals how'd they get here yeah who had that many pets yeah <laughs> maybe maybe it wasn't really like a a well populated place maybe it was just kind of uh, a, a building that was out in the country somewhere and they were like we're gonna build this new thing and then they're like oh yeah the legend's true there is a cemetery here from uh 100 miles over 100 yards over from the church <laughs> the pet church yeah <laughs> do you think this building when it is now haunted by hundreds of animals no no Mm-mm. do you think that's where ghost cats come from probably yeah yeah have you seen a ghost cat here? No. Neither have I. I know. Isn't that weird? Oh, what's going on? We used to see ghost cat all the time. There and then a... suddenly stopped. Yeah. It must it must just live at that old apartment. Yeah. So strange. Yeah. I've not had that sensation here at all of anything, really. Mm, no. Uh, not at all. Mm-mm. Not a bit. Ghost cat. Ghost cat. What do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, I mean, I, I think it's nice that we also, that we, uh, have kind of a little ritual when it comes to animals passing. We kind of honor them and bury them and we kind of treat them with respect. Uh, it, but the, you also, like you had mentioned, there's sort of like unmarked graves, which I think is fine. Like, I don't think you need to get like a stone monument for every pet or anything like that. No. Or even a marker of any kind, really, as long as you know where things are at. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I think that uh, the concept of a pet has probably evolved since then as also. So I think the uniqueness of finding a a place where there's a, a bunch of animals buried might be a unique situation. Mm-hmm. Because I think that I think that as a modern day society we might put more emphasis on how much we love our pets. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I think, like, Hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, even you as a kid, like, you were like, oh, we had this pet. Yeah. But then, you know, I had, as a a kid, and, like, I had pets, and it was sad when they died, but, like, I 
I don't know. Or um, your your parents or my or our parents. I mean, um, when they were young and they had pets that died, like it was just like, yeah, we had this dog that was around. Now it's gone. Yeah, but like for us as uh, as uh, pet parents, like we call ourselves pet parents. Right. Like we right. love our cat like she yeah. is our family. Versus then it was like a, a pet was around. There's this thing that's around. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to say it without sounding callous. No, I think you're right. I, and I never really thought of this before, but I think you're right. There is definitely much more of a, uh, emphasis in modern times on animals in, in the sense that you're right. You kind of call them your kids and that, you know, that kind of thing. And there was this very, very much a, um, yeah, I don't know what the, right, what the right words are, but yeah, I think you're right. Like if you see an old photo of like someone sitting in a chair and they've been sitting there for hours getting painted or something. And there's a cat in the picture. Like when that painting session was done or that picture session was done, the guy wasn't like scratching the belly of the cat and throwing toys at it and picking it up and rocking it like a baby. Like Mm -hmm. it was just like, all right, cat, get out of here now. Our painting is done. Or even old pictures of, uh, like, I know, I know on the internet I've seen like a few pictures of like cat ladies from early 1900s or something but how rare are those? Yeah, like you don't yeah. see a lot of those. You don't see a lot of pets involved in family photos or yeah. uh, portraits or anything like that. I mean, back in the day, you used to throw sticks at a dog to pick up. I mean, <laughs> now they have these. You can't even buy them a toy. I these, mean, geez. These fancy plastic toys. You fill them with peanut butter. They run off. They grab it. They bring it back or they don't. Who knows? <laughs> you only do- love your dog enough to throw a branch at it. I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> spend a little money get it together oh. mm-hmm. yeah you're right there's definitely much more of a uh like the dog rescued me and oh my dog yeah like yeah. there's this thing like no one ever said that 40 years ago no or 30 years ago yeah absolutely like, i went to the pet store and bought a dog at the mall yeah now or there's like, a lot more emphasis on not buying right which there should be mm-hmm like, I don't think you should, uh, like animals should just be free, mm-hmm. like a free exchange. Yeah. <laughs> like you shouldn't spend hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. and someone shouldn't be making hundreds of dollars because two dogs screwed in their, <laughs> <laughs> under, stop, uh, under their supervision. <laughs> stop profiting off of animals fucking. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird. It's it really, it's is. so weird. <laughs> Pe- like, they still do i mean it think about it this way they do it with horses like you have like a purebred stallion yeah, yeah. or whatever like that's why some horses horses are so stinking expensive you said horses because they're horse horses no they're not don't say that <laughs> take that back i'm sorry um so uh uh uh, that kind of ended up trickling down to more domesticated animals that are more purebred. And now I, I think that maybe wealthier people have always had access to that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that it is just more widespread for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it has to do with like the need to, to feel special in that way. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I paid $5,000 for my dog. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be, it's Lassie's cousin, <laughs> like some kind of weird uh, yeah. celebrity to it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dumb. It's like how the dog that played Toto was paid more than Judy Garland. That's <laughs> so crazy. 
<laughs> and sadly, probably by in today's money as well. I know. If there was a <laughs> similar. <laughs> uh, you know that little dog from Frasier is a billionaire? That l- <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> he lives off a of toss salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Every morning, toss salad and scrambled eggs. Want to talk about number three? I don't want to talk about diarrhea. Oh. What about your third headline? <laughs> New study suggests that rope braiding, is that, what, is that what it said? Yeah. Rope braiding can help memory loss. Yeah. Like, do you mean in the sense that like people that have already experienced memory loss show improvement by doing that or doing something like that? along the way can curb something from happening later in life or both both okay yeah wow yep so it's just um rope braiding mm-hmm. so just any type of uh length or uh, thickness to the rope yeah nothing in, doesn't have to be anything special yeah i think it has to do i mean it, it, it i think that the the um what's the word i'm looking for uh object being braided doesn't really matter okay it, it, it i mean maybe it doesn't need to be rope maybe it could be yarn maybe it could be okay hair so maybe. the act of braiding in general yeah so the the i think the the muscle memory probably has something to do with that mm-hmm. so that you're you're just like the the repetition of it probably allows your brain to just have that muscle memory in your hands so that you're doing that you're doing that mm-hmm. and doing that and so it takes your your brain to a different place so that it, it's able to kind of recover yeah it kind of can gives it time to like repair itself and maybe build back up many maybe something that uh is, is deficient mm-hmm. in some way right mm-hmm. uh i like like i remember we used to have this app a long time ago where you would play these little like memory games there was like a whole like adver- oh yeah there was a, i forget what it was called but they used to advertise it on tv all the time but there were a few um, free things on there you could do, and then they wanted you to like pay a lot of money to subscribe for a year. Uh, F that. But um, I enjoyed those games because I, en- I I worry about what the future holds for my brain. Any type of like debilitating memory or related illness. Like Alzheimer's or dementia. Yes, or- that terrifies me. Yeah. I don't... I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. Yeah, I worry about those types of, like, dementia and Alzheimer's. Like, I really am scared of that, of having those things happening to me. And if there's a way to curb that or improve the odds, I would like to do that. Mm-hmm. If it's braiding, I will start braiding immediately because that's scary. Yeah. It's, it's sad that that's the only research we have behind it right now. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I, We've been I, aware of this stuff for a while now. Come on, people. Come on. Uh, I I I share that uh, um, concern about. It's almost like it's. It's one thing when your body betrays you, in such a way where all of a sudden, like you. I mean, it's also a, a brain disorder, I suppose, neurological. Like uh, like Parkinson's or something, you know yeah. how how um, it, it, the neurological issue affects your body in such a way that you can no longer control your body. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh but you're aware of it you're aware of exactly what it's doing um, and you can't stop it and you you still have that that um ability to talk about how you're feeling or be at least mentally active in in trying to treat yourself uh whereas uh with something like alzheimer's or dementia there there's uh, moments of lucidness where you you know what's going on around you but sometimes uh you have no idea what's going on around you or you're you're taken back into a a time where it's in the past or something that has never happened or you know it, it's so it's it's very confusing i yeah. my grandmother had alzheimer's and it was very it was, it was sad um to see how sad she was um sometimes you know or and and it's not even sadness like sometimes it makes you mad sometimes it makes you like snap out Mm -hmm. or snap at someone and um uh, it's really really tough and and i've encountered people with dementia too and uh sometimes that is well, sometimes it seems a little innocent, like, you know, you think of Dory from Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. like the short-term memory. Right, right. Uh, or like the it, Golden Girls or something like that. Yeah, like Comical. Yeah. Oh, hijinks ensued. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it, it's still like really, to, to not have control over what your brain is doing or even realize like what's going on around you is is really tough. Mm-hmm. And if we can find simple things like you know braiding some rope just to to get your brain working in a different way so that it releases its way to be able to find its way back to uh memories that you need to recover or want to recover or maybe you just can't remember your grocery list and so you just you bring your nervous rope with you (laughs) (laughs) my nervous rope it's my nervous rope (laughs) Because, I mean, uh, all of these uh, types of uh, ailments, for lack of a better term, I know that's a terrible word, not quite what I'm looking for, but um, they've been around for a long time in a pre-internet world where we were not as bombarded with things in our attention span being shortened by the style of entertainment and advertising and everything that we're experiencing it's always quick 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 cuts and everything is you're processing things super fast like is it like do we we have no idea what the damage is in the future for that maybe we're just slowly becoming robots are we Is that why every web page wants me to verify I'm not a robot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just wants to remind you, you are not a robot. <laughs> You're right. You are Kevin. You You're are right. not a robot. You're right, Captcha. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I will identify all the street lights. <laughs> <laughs> I know what crosswalks are. I'm a human. <laughs> Palm trees, they're my favorite. <laughs> robots don't have favorite trees do they no <laughs> no no i know i'm not a robot i can pick out all the buses <laughs> can you robot you can't you can't you don't understand you don't know a bus you don't know jack it might know jack i don't know well they might they might they, know jack. they might know jack they might know a few jacks they might know a few jacks they might know jacks jack the robot oh no, that's Jack, <laughs> Jack that's a, is a oh, oh. person I robot. Were, I thought you were no. f- referring to a series of space age pornos. 
<laughs> that you accidentally uncovered under Incorrect. the bed. <laughs> Jack the robot. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Hey man, you said it, not me. But yeah, we need we need to figure that out. I think um like <laughs> like that it's just like you want people to like live with their memory. I mean, th- what are we more than what are we, if not our memories and our experiences? Right. Yeah. And to have the, that all taken away. Mm-hmm. Like figure it out. Medical community. Maybe the way you said that, it makes me think that maybe, maybe the reason why sometimes, uh, people who deal with Alzheimer's or dementia, they, they revert back to that, infantile sort of behavior Mm -hmm. because they have forgotten simple lessons that they've learned in order to um, function as as an adult. That could be. That's that's an interesting theory. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like the the, uh, saying what are we but our experiences and and if you forget those lessons that you learned then sure you'd revert back to who you were before you learned them. Wow. That's interesting. It really is, yeah. Hmm. Welcome to the deepest episode of Fake Headlines <laughs> Podcast you'll hear all week. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we like to do. We have some jokes. We have some deep thoughts. <laughs> we have a good time. <laughs> we prepare ourselves for vacation. <laughs> all I ever wanted. <laughs> all I ever needed. Hmm. <laughs> So, Tiffany, are you trying to tell me that one of these headlines is a true legitimate headline? Believe it or not, That sir. leads to a true legitimate story. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is tough. I, this is... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hmm. I'm going to guess... Hmm. 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 You think the deer is the real headline? Yeah. Well, Kevin, you are correct. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was, I really didn't know. I thought that. It's okay. You don't have to justify it. I'll just live with this disappointment. <laughs> they were all very good. Mm-hmm. Not good enough. I said it was a guess. I had to think about it. Why do you get so mad about this? I'm not mad. I you just get, I just get sad. Why though? I don't like to lose. <sighs> We're not keeping score. I'm competitive. Tiffany, we've done this 70 times. We've never kept score. No. No, we haven't. <laughs> so but in this very moment I w- in which I live, I am keeping score and right now I lost. <laughs> so it, sad. I wish I had looked up how to pronounce this. Oh, it's uh it's called a deer. <laughs> oh <laughs> you were saying it right before <laughs> <laughs> can you show me what it is yeah that, that is one that i don't know how to say <laughs> let's discover it together okay so this is from abc news deer bursts through salon window startling customers <laughs> what i love is that there is a video Oh, nice. That's the best. A deer made a grand appearance at a hair salon in Lake 
Ronconcoma, New York. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ronconcoma over? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh Surveillance footage shows the confused animal crash- crashing through the store window, startling customers before fleeing. The deer struck a customer seated in the waiting area. That woman, police said, suffered head and leg pain and was transported to Stony Brook University Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. The deer was not at the scene when the police arrived. That's interesting that Stony Brook... Clean escape. <laughs> Scat-free. Scat-free. Have you seen this horse? Shaven haircut, two bits. <laughs> Be a shame if they couldn't find that horse, considering they were looking for a deer. <laughs> you know, uh, as I was reading this, I was I was recalling all of the times that I've been in a room and I've had a a, a bird suddenly crash into the window. Really? Has that ever happened to you? It used it's to I, happen in college a lot. Like a lot? At, at the community college. Did you live in a birdhouse? In my soul. <laughs> uh, no, in the dance studio. Really? Community college. It seemed like seemed like it happened all the time. That's weird. Birds would fly into the window. That's definitely happened to my parents' house before where birds have flown into the window, but not with any great regularity like that. Do you think you're attracting birds? No, I think it was just a sign of all our dreams dying. That's really sad. But wow. it may be accurate. It's really dark, Tiff. You're in a dark place right now. Yeah. Real sad. Get sad. out of it. I'm sad about all those dead birds. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> I'm really glad <laughs> that this deer survived though. You wanna see this forty five second footage? I sure do. I don't know if there's sound. Okay. We'll find out. Oh, Thank you, lady. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm I'm sad that there wasn't more of a, a like New York accent. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. There's a deer. There's a deer. Oh my god. There's a deer. Like I was I was really I didn't watch the video, but I was really anticipating that yeah. there would be more dramatic reactions. <laughs> I was I was imagining like a kind of accent. No. No, I didn't hear anything. I was expecting a Long Island medium sort of <laughs> accent. <laughs> I was expecting like a Tony Soprano type accent. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. But he lives in... It's more of a Jersey accent, yeah. though, right? Yep, he's Jersey. He's a Jersey guy. Jersey. Jersey. Hey guys, for you, the listeners of Fake Headlines Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You know, recently I used a credit to download uh, Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, and it was narrated by Michael C. Hall. Well, that sounds delightful. It was awesome. It was uh, thrilling, and uh, it really helped me get through my workday. It was America's favorite author with America's favorite serial killer. Yeah. It was like a match made in Pet Cemetery Heaven. <laughs> now, Tiffany, where can our uh, friends and listeners get a uh, trial, the free trial? Oh, yeah. To download your free audiobook today, go to 
audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash fakeheadpod for your free audiobook. Bye. Hey. 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 You got some headlines? I do have some headlines. You want to hear them? You ready to hear them? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Headline number one. Japanese students learn from robot teacher. Japanese students learn from robot teacher. Okay. Headline number two. When or if NASA finds life on Mars, the world may not be ready for the discovery. The agency chief says when or if NASA finds life on Mars, the world may not be ready for the discovery. The agency chief says, okay. And headline number three, junk mail creators celebrate at industry award show. Junk mail creators celebrate at industry award show. Okay. Weird. (laughs) So, um, I just, okay. So part of the appeal for me going to a smaller college, uh, was having smaller classrooms Mm -hmm. and a teacher that I could go up to at the end of class and ask a question. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine having to learn from a non-empathetic thing. <laughs> Some of my teachers, like you could describe that way. Yeah. Non-empathetic things. I, I, yeah, me too, clearly. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about your terrible teachers before. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I just, uh, it, it, to just... It's so weird. I mean, the facts are always going to be right, I assume. <laughs> right. But if someone doesn't get something, how can you re-explain it? Right. Like, how do you how do you say, hey, Mr. Robot, Right. I don't understand how you got this. And then they repeat the same thing five times over. It how can you not? It doesn't make you understand it. Right. By repeating the same thing, you have to try a different approach. Can robots do that? I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I don't think they'd understand how. Or what if you were like, "Uh, Mr. Robot, I need to use the bathroom. What is using bathroom? (laughs) I do not have to use bathroom. (laughs) Neither do you. (laughs) And then laser shoot out of his eyes. (laughs) 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 The desk disintegrates. (laughs) Any further questions, Timmy? (laughs) Looks like you've already gone to the bathroom in your pantaloons. (laughs) That's sad. <laughs> uh, uh, Bully robot teachers. <laughs> Fortunately, I do not have a nose to smell the fecal matter that you've <laughs> expressed out your pants. I like that we've made the robot teacher talk like a, a call, like a call tree when you call when you call a business. <laughs> fill in, yeah. fill in the blank. <laughs> right. Yeah. Too bad I don't have a nose, so I don't have to smell your. Fecal matter. Or your... Urine? Not to mention the... Vomit. Now getting back to the lesson at hand about... Surprise birthdays. That's right. Today's class is about... Surprise birthdays. Let me tell you about the time that we had a... Surprise birthday. For some robot friends of... 
grandma. <laughs> grandma had no idea that she was about to be a part of a surprise birthday. First of all, we called up uncle. Talbert. <laughs> you remember him. He used to drive the... Small bus. <laughs> First, we had to stop at the grocery store for... Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> and then the caterers for... Batteries. <laughs> we then took grandma to the shop (laughs) and of course to the place where we were having the surprise birthday when grandma walked in all of us robots yelled hooray (laughs) she was very Surprise birthday. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a weird Mad Lib. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you set me up for a noun. (laughs) Do my best. Yeah, all I did was set you up for nouns. (laughs) (laughs) I know those. Give me an adverb and I get thrown off for a moment. I'm like, do. what's an adverb? Yeah, whenever we do uh, Mad Libs with adverbs, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta dig deep into the my brain to remember what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say nouns are uh, easier to remember than adverbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so robot. Plus, you're putting a lot of people out of work with robot teachers. Well. Uh, maybe, uh, they get paid the same. (laughs) Not a a lot. Strong robot union though. Yeah. (laughs) Depends on what district you're in. No lunch breaks. Not district nine. Ever see that movie? They didn't treat robots very well in that movie. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. That was the first Blu-ray we ever bought. Uh, It's it's a forgettable movie. It's from almost 10 years ago. Surprise birthday. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if I would like that. I I suppose it's like taking an online class, right? Like yeah. a like a a webinar but with right. something talking at you. Cuz it could be anybody. You don't really know. It sounds like a human, but it doesn't necessarily have to be one, right? When you listen to a online thing. Yeah, it could be like a, the voice of a dog. right like how you can choose a gps to different voices (laughs) oh you mean like yeti (laughs) that was a terrible idea that's a bad one (laughs) it was just like screaming the whole time (laughs) just yells or was that just our garmin i don't know (laughs) our garmin was on the fritz (laughs) if you if you had a garmin back in the day uh that uh had a yeti option did it yell at you in in uh yiddish in yeah, some sort of <laughs> yells that were not distinguishable. <laughs> that's an odd concept, Garmin. That's why you lost the GPS race to it, Apple. And it also wanted us to go into a lake. <laughs> it did. Too. That one time we were out in Ithaca. Near 
Utica. <laughs> Utica. Utica. It did want us to turn into a lake. It was like that episode of The Office. I know. <laughs> but we were smarter than uh, Michael and Dwight, though. Yeah, we were. In that one instance. Otherwise, they're much smarter than us. Mm. You're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess the idea. I guess the idea is right. You could program the robot to be like the perfect teacher as far as uh, disseminating the information uh, that you need. But you're right, though. Without the, you need that human element, right? That uh, intangible sort of uh, variable is going to come up that the robot may not be prepared for. It's like it's like uh, when you're at work. And, um, sometimes the most knowledgeable person isn't the greatest teacher because they can, exp- they can tell you facts and, and figures and, you know, talk at you, but they can't yeah. necessarily, uh, teach you, uh, without that sort of back and forth. Mm-hmm. you know that to to be able to relate to you in sort of a way they can do the thing but they may not be able to show you how to yeah do the thing. exactly yeah. yes 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 yeah i think you're right i think that happens a lot in uh, business where like the the person who does job a mm-hmm. the best is now in charge of those who do job a but that doesn't mean that they're the best person to be doing that yeah There's absolutely other, there may be other skills that uh, are more necessary mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh especially when it comes to teaching right like you yeah sh- you, you don't necessarily want to take the, the best person at doing the thing and make them be the person training it off if they're terrible at communicating yeah <laughs> or you know or yeah whatever it may be so yeah that's um i mean i could see this being a thing if it's uh from like a cost-cutting perspective you could just install like a like an android or a uh screen of some kind in every mm-hmm. classroom and right you're like oh don't pay teachers anymore yeah and then we kind of start moving towards this sort of uh, society where everything is automated then what do we do what do humans do then not think but then but how do we earn money how do we like the whole world would have to change in a in dramatic ways Mm -hmm. right yeah to allow robots to take over in such a manner then we just become slaves to keep their batteries for their surprise birthdays going do we have a secret fear of robots taking (sighs) over i think we do i think the whole world does yeah i think the more and more we give up control right to these uh to this uh these things the only phone number that i know by heart right now is yours (laughs) i don't even know my dad's anymore because it's changed that's true too i only know your phone number too (laughs) so you think about something little like that like we don't Mm -hmm. even need to remember phone numbers anymore right because our phone does it for us right right see yeah like as technology has grown and we've we've just become to rely on it more and we've we've sort of freed up some bandwidth in our own brains that we've just replaced with garbage like whatever brain space i had that i used to store other people's phone numbers in i'm not using that brain space for anything good i'm sure i know i'm sure i'm not doing anything with it yeah (laughs) now it's just uh well 
Yeah, I don't even know if we're replacing it with anything because it it seems like it's a lot more difficult for us to remember anything. Like you said, with uh, when we're talking about one of my headlines, where right. um, we're constantly uh, moving at such a fast pace with information that it's new, 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 right. new, new that it our brain has a hard time catching up to filter out the things that it needs to memorize. Right, right. Because you can only sort of, like, the whole idea of, like, multitasking and stuff like that was, like, a really big thing for like, the last 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. In, in, in terms of productivity and mm-hmm. work and stuff like that. But we have now, we now expect everyone to multitask in their leisure as well, right? Like, you're going to watch TV, but you got to have your phone out because you want to be able to, to, you know, flip to the phone to see what's going on while the commercial's going on. And yeah. there's all this, like, stuff that's, like, they want you to just do stuff. And it's like, whoa. I need a minute just to take a deep breath and stare at a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and not just my eye cloud. <laughs> All, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I really, I don't, and this could, it could be nothing. Cause I mean, sure. Half of the memes you see on Facebook about health related stuff are just wild speculation. Mm-hmm. But my wild speculation is we, we don't know what this is doing to our bodies and our brains. And that's very important to know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But if we found out right now, like like the whole um, like the whole vaping thing right now, right? We've discovered that there's a big issue with people getting some serious illnesses illnesses from vaping, right? Yeah. So has that stopped those folks from doing that? Probably not. No, people right? have smoked for the past. 70 years right still don't give a shit right and the same thing with the phones now that we're so connected right like if we if the top story on the news was phones are cause are it's 100 percent confirmed these devices are bad for you uh-huh. and they're doing unrepairable damage to your brain right would that stop this industry like this this industry and the 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 genies out of the bottle right like there's uh-huh. no uh, how, how are we ever going to turn back we can't no no oh, we're God. not <laughs> we're just going to become robot slaves that's all there is that to it. it we're going to just be we're going to become robot repair people yeah they're going to be telling us what to do for a long time uh, get used to getting ordered around okay hmm. i kind of like that hmm. speaking of Weird situations where we might just be told what to do all the time. How about this life on Mars? Yeah. And that we wouldn't be prepared. Right. For when the aliens take over. So it's going to be aliens and robots taking over. Oh, right? man. Is that what we're getting at? Maybe we can get them to turn on each other and then that frees us up to just go underground and hide. Yeah. As long as there's Wi-Fi there. Yeah. Because I want to be able to see what's going on with the battle, intergalactic battle mm-hmm. happening on the Earth's surface. Mm-hmm. So if that could be, make that happen, that'd be cool. Yeah. Is it? No. No. It's not cool at all. No. It's terrifying. Do you think there's life on Mars? I do. Or at least there was at one point. Yeah. Right? I mean, they always say, like, they always, there's always been speculation, right, that, that there was water on Mars. And I think they, I think that we're fairly confident that that is true. Right. That there was water. And usually if there's water, there's some life. kind of life, right? Uh-huh. Like we've definitely found other sort of living organisms in space, like microscopic type things. Yeah. So I think at this point, 
I think we're like a hundred percent confident that life exists outside of our planet. Yeah. Just which what we should it, be. Which, but we just don't know what that looks like. Yeah. It could be a weird fungus or a bacteria. Yeah. Or it could be like a tiny ant sized creature uh, or it could be a dinosaur looking thing. Oh, what if dinosaurs were just uh, like, what if, what if the earth was a dinosaur alien pet cemetery? And we've got the whole thing wrong. Oh man, maybe maybe they banished all the band dinosaurs here. <laughs> right, it's like the maybe the and earth they incinerated them. Maybe the earth was like the Australia of the universe. <laughs> they would ship all, the, all criminals the criminals there. <laughs> <laughs> Little do they know that from the ashes rises Adirondack Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> this brontosaurus was charged with slander we're sending him off <laughs> nope <laughs> no adirondack phoenix that's so sad you were a pterodactyl weren't you <laughs> from another planet and you died and you got buried here yeah but what if that what if that is what if the what if the planet what if earth was just nothing and then some aliens were, were flying by and they're like what are we going to do with all these dinosaur bodies that we've amassed? And they just dropped them off. And then kept going. And Anything's just, possible. What the hell do we know? We've got the entire thing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We solved the universe, guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was proven that the dinosaurs were alive while they were on Earth. So they couldn't have been just bodies. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so, right? Because they had... Food in their bellies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, right? so they could tell what yeah. sort of diet they had. That's true. They were all on the South Beach diet. I know. They're trying to lose weight. They're, mm-hmm. they're big. They're yeah. they're large animals. They wanted to look good for the summer. They wanted to be smoking hot. <laughs> when that comet hit the planet. And, and then they were. <laughs> smoking hot. <laughs> so stupid. Talk about a dinosaur barbecue. Hey. Hey, locals. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't get over my own corniness. It's so stupid. <laughs> so what is it? What is it that the scientist thinks that we, it's NASA? Yes. That thinks that we won't be prepared for the The initial shock of having actual evidence of, of life, life elsewhere or... Uh, the adaptability to living amongst uh, a, a newfound life form. Hmm. I think it's, um, my guess would be like if a spaceship showed up and aliens emerged, it would then, you would have, you would then kind of question everything you ever, you'd ever known. Mm-hmm. Because then you're like, well, how does this fit into religion? Mm-hmm. How does it like if God created everything and man, did God create dinosaurs? Isn't that did already God a create question? Aliens. You know what I mean? Like it just, you just, you just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do, where do these aliens fit into the whole situation? Mm-hmm. Just God's making all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and then it, you would have to question uh, your, the government in the sense that, you're like, well, shit, how can, how can anybody protect us? Mm-hmm. 
police can't protect us. The army can't protect us. Because in every movie I've ever seen, when you shoot bullets or missiles at spaceships, they are deflected. There is a force field. These all seem like unfounded fears. Because... Maybe they're the here to government, serve man. Well, I mean, like, like you can't expect a firefighter to be on call next to you every time there's a possibility of a fire. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't expect the government to protect you every time an you, alien invasion happens. An alien invasion happens. You, you can't, you can't expect that we're not always living amongst danger is, mm. is my point. Like it, it sounds like it's a little bit more of a, like that's what it's like to live in anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just constant doom. It's going to happen today. Isn't it? It's going to happen today. No one can help me now. Today's when the spaceship show up and it destroys everything. Today I is love. the day. Today's the day. <laughs> oh man. And what's the point? Should I just stay in bed? Probably. Oh man. At least I'm comfortable here. I don't have to go out there with the possibility of danger. <laughs> You're right. Maybe so it's, it's all like, anxiety driven. It, it's all uh, fear. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what uh, fear of the unknown is, is more powerful than I think people understand. Yes, it certainly is. Cause the fear of the unknown has certainly brought me to a screeching halt in life over the years. So, and that was just based on the fear of unknown things that were tangible not unknown monsters from space. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, now I'm really fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we don't know monsters from space exist. No. They may not be monsters. Who knows? Maybe they're already here. That's true. They're probably little tiny people that we don't even know. Right. They might just look exactly like us and be working and living amongst us right now. Maybe that's what a ghost is. Maybe I'm an alien. Maybe my toes are. Oh my God. I pick things up. <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is, that is otherworldly, babe. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a real gift from space. <laughs> space gift. I'm a space gift. I'm a space gift. So Tiffany junk mail creators celebrate at an industry award show. Wow. So there's a whole uh, award show for people that create great junk mail. Who created junk mail? I don't know. And does it work ever? So what is junk mail? Uh, what is it defined as? Advertisements? I would think so. Those yeah. Those flyers you get that are trying to get you to donate money? Yeah. Or like a credit card offer that looks like a bill that you must open immediately. Oh. Hmm. There's awards for that kind of stuff. That's good. That's good shit right there. Wow. That's like, good trickery. Like, uh, best deception. <laughs> most, m- most financially rewarding. <laughs> most economical. And okay. the <laughs> this flyer has been made with recycled paper from the last flyer you threw out. <laughs> and the award for hardest to tear envelope goes to <laughs> Capital One for... <laughs> Their springtime fl- series of flat mailings. <laughs> <laughs> Most extreme paper cuts go to Geico. <laughs> Making those envelopes sharp as 
knives. <laughs> Slice those fingers right open. <laughs> Why don't they include like a, a, a mail opener as a free gift sometime, you know? <laughs> then you have it for the next one. There you go. No one has mail openers anymore. No one gets mail anymore. So like 90% of the time, whenever you get something through the mail, you know, it's junk. Yeah, that's true. No one's sending it. No, no one's sending any personal correspondences really for the most part. Is there a junk in the trunk? Uh, uh, reward award <laughs> award or reward, <laughs> but award a junk in the trunk. Yeah. A junk in the trunk award. <laughs> there could be. For most maybe mailbox stuffing, yeah, oh. most mailbox stuffing. Maybe, maybe it has to do with the car dealerships. Oh, those are some terrible ones. Yeah, like a giant, like legal-sized uh, flyer scratched <laughs> in the mail uh, the, the with the a coin attached to yeah, it. Oh, yeah. those fuckers. Yeah, or like a key. <laughs> That's right. Like a whole key. Like this could go to your new car. It doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't. And you've just wasted so much postage to send this to me. <laughs> a mailman had to carry like 50 of these. He essentially had a ring of keys. Yeah. That's too much. That mail person is upset. <laughs> they're they're going to have back pain. They have to go to the chiropractor. All because of you. Hope Who's you're happy. paying for that? Not your free car. <laughs> Be proud of yourself. We, uh, we used to get uh, a ton, a ton of junk mail. But we found a do not mail list, which is similar to the do not call list. Here's a fun hot tip. If you're sick of getting mail in the m- mail. <laughs> <laughs> if you're sick of getting mail in the mail. <laughs> Here's what you can do to quit it. <laughs> <laughs> To quit yeah <laughs> uh yeah you could um i forgot my train of thought i forgot what i was saying I remember. <laughs> oh we, uh if you don't want to get mail anymore you said oh yeah if you don't want to get any more mail in the mail sign up for the uh what's that list called do not mail list i think it's called a do not mail list stop it list it's called go to stop org slash fake head pod for your free <laughs> 30 day mail stoppage. I think if you just Google like do not mail list, you'll find it. I, th- I believe it's through the federal trade commission website. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that has cut down dramatically on uh, tree credit cards, killings. solicitations and tree killings. Yes. The, the murder of trees. Like every week, capital one was trying to reach out to us like seven times. We don't want it. It's like, I don't need the fucking adventure card. If you want to support us, Capital One, you could support our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Doi. Get it together. <laughs> Stop trying to harass people who don't need credit cards. Yeah. Jennifer Garner. God. Sick of your garbage. Go whisper in a library. Yeah, nerd. Something. <laughs> but yeah, that's helped dramatically because uh, that's nothing more annoying than uh, mail. Yeah. Like once in a while we get a card from your dad. That's sweet. But that's the only like human interaction we're getting from through the mail. No more letters. We should be better about that. Maybe we should write letters. Yeah. It's been a long, like, I don't think I've gotten a letter since like the nineties. I have. Have you? My sister. Well, that's nice. 
Speaking of which, uh, of mail, I'm going to add stamps to our packing list. Okay. So that we can buy postcards. Oh, great idea. That's a good idea. Smart. And we don't have to look for stamps somewhere. We have, we have our book of stamps with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, junk mail creator celebrate. Wh- where do you think this award show is? Do you think it's in like a, a warehouse? In- <laughs> I do. I think it's like a smoky warehouse in like uh, Worcester Mass or somewhere in gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Rochester, New York. No. Maybe. Uh, no. There's maybe. parts of Rochester that are gross. Yeah. There's lots of warehouses. There's lots of abandoned warehouses that could be holding uh award uh, shows like for this. Junk mail. <laughs> what do you think they, what do you think they're called? The awards? Like the Oscars, the Tonys, the Hmm. The junkies? Stamps. The stamps? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the stamps. Yeah. Because you need stamps to send them, send mail. I like that. The it's, stamps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 12th annual Stamps Award Show. I imagine all the invites sent out for it were like, most of them were thrown away because people thought they were junk. Just tore them up. Oh, that's so got, sad. <laughs> never got. You are cordially invited. <laughs> To the Stamps Awards. <laughs> there was a key in the envelope. It was actually to get into the door. Oh, man. It wasn't, from the, it wasn't from the used car dealership. And it was made of chocolate. Ah, son of a bitch. Ah. We could have gone to the Stamps. I know. Next year, man. Next year. Next year. Stamps and chocolate keys. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. All right, Kevin. So one of these silly, silly headlines is real. Yes. Which one do you think it is? I'm going to go with the Japanese students learn from a robot teacher. Hmm. Okay. Well, Tiffany, that's a fake, fake headline. Okay. Hmm. Find life on Mars. That's the one. That's the one. That is the one from CNN. When or if NASA finds life on Mars, the world may not be ready for the discovery. Yeah. Agency chief says. We may not be. We may not be. So this from our friends over at CNN. NASA's next mission to Mars will be its most advanced yet. But if scientists discover there was once life or there is life on the red planet, will the public be able to handle such an extraterrestrial concept? NASA chief scientist Jim Green doesn't think so. He's quoted as saying, it will be revolutionary. It will start a whole new line of thinking. I don't think we're prepared for the results. We're not. The agency's Mars 2020 rover, set to launch next summer, will be the first to collect samples of Martian materials to send back to the Earth. But if scientists discover biosignatures of life in Mars' crust, the findings could majorly rock Astrobiology, said Green, the director of the Planetary Science Division at NASA. Why can't we test for life there just in case there is life there and we bring it back and it turns out it's a weird disease that causes the zombie apocalypse? You know, I think they actually... Oh, an ad popped up. Because what if it? What if it, it? it's not just life, but it's like something that's really detrimental, something that's like bad, that wipes us out? Our curiosity is killing all those cats. 
on earth. <laughs> oh no. Oh. We're creating a new pet cemetery. No. No. I think it gets into kind of what you just were talking about. The Mars 2020 rover, along with the European Space Agency's ExoMars rover, will drill into the Martian crust. That's a terrible idea. The surface of the red planet is believed to be radioactive. Oh, Lord. So if there is life on Mars, it likely lives below ground. We've never drilled that deep, he told the Telegraph. Ayo. That's what she said. When when (laughs) When environments get extreme, life moves into the rocks. (laughs) <laughs> it sure does did someone say the rocks <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a ferris bueller quote as well <laughs> it is <laughs> <laughs> and if the agency's new rovers find proof that water once flowed on mars the confirmation could take weeks or months uh, for that information to get back um i did i be- i thought i read in here that it may have been a different article I read, but they do. Uh, there is like a quarantine period when they when they are bringing stuff back to the planet because of what you were just like you hit the nail on the head. There is a fear that something could be brought back that yeah could destroy us. So there is like a a testing period and a kind of a quarantine period at before stuff is like looked at. Because if there was life there and there isn't any more. We should probably figure out why. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Turns out someone had the bright idea, bright idea to just drill into the planet one day on <laughs> frack the whole planet away. Next thing you know, <laughs> maybe we should stop doing that here too. Oh God. You're right. Who knows what's below that crust? You know what I mean? Lizard people living oh, and controlling man. our government. Oh no. That's what's happening. Oh man. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to write us a letter about the truths you know, <laughs> send it to fake headlines podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. You can also hit us up on fake headlines podcast on Instagram and on Facebook, as well as Twitter at fake head pot. Yeah. And that's our show, everybody. Next time you hear from us, we will be uh, on the road somewhere in America's Southwest. Yeah. Uh, so hit us with those emails. Let us know what we should see. Emails, Twitter, whatever. Um, Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. So thanks, everybody, and we will see you next week. (laughs) Bye.